Market Soccer News For insight that excels For expert analytics You better go somewhere else Portland Betting Soccer Podcast Enjoy it now Cause it probably won't last Patches, poop, they cover it all They'll discuss everything except football Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. Okay. Welcome to episode 29, season 2, episode 4 of the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. My name is Jonathan Everett, and I am coming to you from Northeast Portland. Great. My name's Randy, and I'm coming to you also <laughs> from Northeast Portland. My name's Josh, and I'm coming to you from Lake Oswego. My name's also Randy, coming at you from Northeast Portland. <laughs> oh wow, that's a good intro. That's a pretty good start. I'm, 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 I'm pleased. I, I think to 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 move us along in the agenda because Randy has already rushed us, and I feel uncomfortable, especially in the restroom. That. Uh, we should get through just a quick couple of reviews of some games uh, and then really focus on what gets us hot and heavy, which is the CONCACAF Champions League. Do we care about those other games? I, honestly, no. I don't. I don't either. It was it was refreshing and pleasing that we won against Houston. It was, it was disappointing that we lost against the Whitecaps, and it made me rethink, reevaluate our chances in... Um, CCL since we started with the same lineup, but yeah, so I guess we won't have to talk about the details of the games because a much better podcast that rhymes with Snorasonic is uh, going to cover it. But you can cut that out if you want to because it'll piss off somebody. Who? Me? Who? Won't piss off anybody. What are you talking about? Who cares? Continue. Anyway, so I was really surprised that Gio did not rotate the squad for the match against Vancouver and that he went with the the starting lineup that was pretty much the same from the two CCL matches against uh, Cede Maraton. And I thought that was a, a huge mistake. They looked way tired and they looked not prepared to, to play like just not mentally not prepared like they didn't care they couldn't get anything <laughs> together all game and uh i i it was it was disappointing i think they should have rotated and traveled with the the b team and left a lot of the starters at home and not even on the bench anyone else i mean they still should have beat those guys that's so tired or not but i agree yeah i agree i say houston was the match that was important to rotate for vancouver was a whatever why is that? Because we had a... Because Vancouver? That was the longest break that we had between matches was Vancouver to the next match. And it was the Houston match that was closest to the two CCLs. So mm. Houston was more important okay. to rotate for. But it, oh. but it didn't matter. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Also just weird to see another season in which the Canadian teams are going to play their home games in uh, the U.S. And... Since nine people live in Salt Lake City, that means that they were able to accommodate all of their housing needs. <laughs> yeah, let's just move on to the next match. Let's talk about that uh, uh, the 2-1 win against Houston Dynamo. What a fun home opener. I am really excited that it's over and that, <laughs> uh, that we could move on to more important games. But I really did like seeing 
Zarek Valentin, uh, and it was fun. I don't know if anyone noticed, but his his boots were green and gold. So I am sure oh, I that was. That. Yeah, I am sure that was not uh, a mistake. And I like the sign that somebody made that said "Give him back" or "Give Zarek back." Yeah, I like that sign too. <laughs> but then I have to wonder if if that made Rudy feel bad because he didn't get a sign. Oh nah, man, like a Rudy was He's too far removed. Yeah. I he he's been in where? Mont he's played in Montreal, Dallas. Yeah, he's played, yeah, he's played two different this is his third team, I think, since leaving us. Quite a few places. So uh and while he may have been legendary in the um, in the double post match scoring the, the game tying goal in overtime, and that will forever live on in Timber's memory. It's kind of not as important as Eric was. Eric was, he was an Oregonian and not by birth, but by like adopting the town. Yeah. So I, I saw, but, I read online a bunch of people complaining about a Rudy at the match, the way he was playing. And, and I was like, Oh, that's, that's why we loved him. <laughs> he was on our team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and then what does everyone think? I take about him back, the... man. I take Rudy back. Ooh, over who? Over, ooh, that's I don't don't make don't make me answer that part of the question. <laughs> Over Blake bodily, there you go. Okay, oh, that's fair. Poor Blake. I think. Um, oh, I think. Uh, <laughs> who? Uh, God, it was probably more Sonic, but they they summed it up why Rudy doesn't stick with any teams is that he's he costs a lot of money and he does pretty good, but they are but the other teams are always like, well, you know. I'm gonna. You can just cut this out. This is bad. <laughs> I, I heard no, that episode you're def- talking we're about. We're definitely keeping that in. Well, I, I can't remember what they said. It was something like he costs a lot of money and he and he does really well at what he is. But they're always like, "Well, we should. We could probably get somebody else for that amount of money." Yeah, it's something along the lines of, uh, "Yes, he's productive, but he's not productive enough to justify his price tag." Well, how do you think he compares? to... I wonder what. Um, all those idiots that keep letting Bradley Wright Phillips go, signing him for a year and let him move on, and then he scores goals there too. Yeah. I would love to have a Bradley Wright Phillips on our team. Over who, Jonathan? <laughs> uh, I don't know, Randy. Blake uh, Bodily? Yeah, Blake Bodily, probably. Yeah, that's a good choice. Hunter Salty. Oh, poor that's Hunter. That's funny for different reasons. Wait, um, we were, we, we could have keep that's the that's our keeper, right? The, the last yeah, kid. Yeah, we kid. needed that guy, man. If if something happened to to our, uh, our three other Je- keepers, Jeff, I need a haircut at Nella. We would have been down to him. <laughs> Dude, he does need a haircut. The the one thing I want to talk about from that Houston game, which was very fun, was just to see the battle again between Valentin and Espria. And there were quite a few times where it got chippy between the two of them and the time that Zarin, uh, Zarentine, uh, Zarek Valentine flopped from a very casual face smack from Dairon Espria. Oh, yeah. And but towards the end of that game, this is something I never realized about Zarek Valentine. He's fast. Because Espria is probably one of the fastest people on the Timber squad. And even in like the 70th minute when they were both hustling, he was able to maintain pace with Espria. And I was very, very impressed that that was even a thing. I had no idea. 
you think those guys were probably reliving training pitch battles that they had had, you know, countless Absolutely. times. Absolutely. <gasps> People thought they that they were actually mad at each other, but um, after the match, if you saw, you could see on TV they were palling around together. Well, and even during the match, every time like they fell down and colliding with each other, like yeah. as they got up, you could see they both snuck like the sneakiest little smile at each other. <laughs> it, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I like you. <laughs> I like you. So the the Espria shirt celebration after he scored the goal, which again, amazing from him. But I'm assuming that someone in his family passed away. Is that is that? I didn't we... see that. I saw the back flip. What did he do with his shirt? He lifted up his jersey and it had a picture of someone uh, on a t-shirt underneath and I oh. couldn't make out whatever the date said. So I assume that someone uh, very close in his family had passed and it was like the goal celebration. And then he was still wearing that shirt uh, for the match against uh, Club America because the one time when he rolled over injured, he kind of pulled up his shirt just like in frustration, and it was the same. It. The same. Maybe it was shirt. Gio's dad. And I'm sorry, Gio's dad, Valeri's dad. Maybe it was Valeri's dad. That would be kind of weird, though. Yeah, I don't know. So I couldn't find any information about it. Uh, and Diana Spria is not, you know, he doesn't do a ton of interviews or anything. So I don't think there's anyone who even asked him what the celebration was about, but. When he scored that goal, he ran over to the sideline and the whole team followed him in a massive group hug, which was uh, way more than than normal. So I'm assuming yeah. something happened. So uh, that uh, that's weird that no one's talked about it. And that was like a, a non Espria goal. That was kind of just like a scuffed kind of not. There was no like bicycle kick attempt. There was no like <laughs> amazing curl. You know what I mean? There was no, none of the stuff that he's famous for almost scoring goals or some of the bangers that he has scored. It was just kind of like, oh, those. Are the, yeah, he should have scored that, but it was it was good good to see him get that. So for all of my Espria shit talk, if um, I still don't like him for what he did, however, get over it. The, those oh, are the goals. Ridgewell. Yeah, God, Ridgewell's beautiful. Um, those are the goals that he has to score that he has not yeah. been scoring. Right. So if he can get in front of the box and take a you know uh, a random ball like that and, and not and, sky and, it over the crossbar yeah, like he sometimes does, or try to bicycle kick or <laughs> not shoot or get a shot off, yeah. but that's that's the kind of goal. I mean, that like puts us in the lead. That changes the whole game, and it was early enough in the game where i think that's very impactful oh you so. mean like the reason why we didn't tie vancouver because he tried a bike when he didn't need to yeah if i can yeah. throw out an honorable mention for the houston match pablo freaking bonilla oh yeah man that kid's awesome was amazing he does he not disappoint man every time you're like uh-oh you think we're, we're gonna play this kid again but like he's always good on his assist he flat out embarrassed that houston defender oh, so I, I think he just doesn't realize He's so young or whatever. He just doesn't understand that he's like, he's not intimidated by any situation. He just doesn't care. Yeah, maybe. 21. Jeez. But yeah, like Bravo, Bravo's been okay, but Bravo's also been getting beat a lot. Uh, and yeah. I think Bravo should look out. Otherwise, we're going to be seeing Van Ronken on the left and Benia on the right and Bravo on the bench. Nope. Bravo was good. I like his penalty in the Club America match. It was great. 
Uh, oh, when he caused the penalty? Yeah, I'm, I, <laughs> we'll get there. I was being... Uh, what? Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, does... Uh, Josh, do you have any thoughts on the Houston match, or do you not give a shit either? I don't, yeah. Um, I'm not back into MLS yet. I'm still in Champions League mode. Yeah. <laughs> it feels so cool to say that we're in Champions League mode talking about the Portland Timbers. I know. Ugh. But it was a great match, and it was great to see Zarek. And, you know, yeah, I do. I like our team the way it is, but I do miss him. But, yeah. Whatever. Well, then let's let's talk about the 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 bulge in all of our pants that is known as the Concacaf Champions League. Whoa, guys! I mean, <laughs> this is what we have been waiting for. This was, you know, we seeing the brackets start to to play out and the all the 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 scores are falling the way we think they're going to fall and the teams that are making it we the ones we think we're going to make it and then boom we get club america well first wow. off maybe we should talk about the other few games just to bring them up i'm down go okay well the philly game was great it was so much fun to see atlanta stumble <laughs> At home, what, that was a that was that three zero, yeah three zero at home. Yeah, that's funny. Those are away goals, which is amusing. Yeah, with Joseph Martinez back. Yeah, with his um, ugly pink hair. Yeah, Atlanta had their moment. It's they're not going to be back anytime soon. I don't think. Although Barco's been playing good, I guess. But who cares? I wonder if Joseph Martinez regrets not taking a larger payday in Europe when Miguel Almiron left for Newcastle uh, because he was content being the star in Atlanta. And that magic is gone, man. It's not a thing. That was a one-season team. It was the injuries for him. What Did he actually get a bona fide offer? Uh, I don't remember if it was a bona fide offer, but it was uh, the quotes from him in the in the press saying that he was like really happy to re up his contract and stay in Atlanta. And the um, the Atlanta media was saying that the behind the scenes stuff was that you know he's going to be the highest paid player and they're going to mm-hmm. build a franchise around him. And if he goes to Europe, he's going to be like a you know a bit player like Miguel Almiron. Right. Miguel Almiron actually plays a lot, but yeah, he does uh, play a lot. They're not building Newcastle United around him, whereas Atlanta United was I think, building. I don't think they're building Newcastle United at all. <laughs> Dude, get <laughs> ready. They they were acquired by, I Mike believe, sold an, them? Uh, another Middle Eastern oil-rich oh, baron. Really? And uh, Newcastle United, if that shit goes down, they will just start buying anyone they can, and they will become a huge club again. I thought they weren't letting that happen. I thought it... I thought that was happening. Oh. Another check. Burnley. This is really good reporting from the Portland Vanity Burnley. Soccer podcast. Burnley. We're happy to bring rumor with no speck in the bank. Uh, so someone bring any- a Middle Eastern money baron or whatever you want to call him to Burnley. Yeah. My, they uh, have that. We got to have the American Then what's money wrong? Baron. <laughs> They, I mean, it's they, it happened. It happened mid-season after the transfer window, so it's going to take a little bit of time. Uh, also, very excited for my my dad, who uh, his Ipswich Town Football Club, uh, the owner, sold the team to the same ownership group that runs Phoenix Rising. 
Drogba? Uh, yeah, so Drogba and there's like two American businessmen. And then to get the other owner, Marcus Evans, who the, the supporters in Ipswich Town hate Marcus Evans uh, more than I can. Like, there's no way to even relate it to Timbers, um, uh, to the Timbers. But uh, they bought him out and he agreed to wipe out the debt that he said the club owed him, which was in the range of like $400 million. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, in that he gets a 5% ownership stake in the, the sports venture that was buying the club. Hmm. And so like he doesn't have yeah. real voting rights or power, but the, the new ownership. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ipswich sucks. Go shrews. Oh my god, eat a bag of dicks. They're not even um, gonna be in the same league anymore. Yeah, you wait, dude. Ipswich Town will make it back to the Premier League in they five will. years. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Drogba's gonna put on the boots, man. He's gonna get out there and start doing bicycle kicks like a Spria. How, do you know how much they bought it for? Because it can't be uh, that much. No, it was like twenty five million. And I was yeah, like, I fuck know. dude, I know enough people we could put that money together. But then you gotta own a team. It seems like just a hassle. That All should right. be rad. Uh, in other CCL news, Cruz Azul thumped Toronto three to one. We, we all <laughs> predicted that. Um, I think that was embarrassing. I wore, I wore my Cruz Azul jersey. I think uh, I can't remember what our predictions were, but Monterey and Columbus tied two two. Monterey. Yeah, I thought Columbus like was going to win. Nine minutes in, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and then okay, then right after half, we were about to leave. And Greg looks up at the TV and he's like, 2-1. And Columbus was up. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess Monterey well, yeah, came even, back at some even point. Even that first – I watched the first half before I went to the Club America match. And, um, you know, even though that they, even though they were down, Columbus looked like the better team. Yeah, they did. They were playing pretty well. And uh, then the Timbers, that was a match. I think they played also. I don't remember who yeah, they played. Yeah, I think though. it was against Colorado, right? Uh, yeah, it was Colorado. Colorado. Or FC Dallas, one of them. Yeah. Man, so we all went, right? We all went. We didn't sit sit together, but we all went. Ooh, girl! (laughs) Champions fucking league. It was amazing. Josh was so excited that beforehand we met at a bar nearby, and (laughs) this man, who I've never seen him drink anything harder than Coors Light, I got him (laughs) so drunk. Before going into the stadium, it was amazing. Josh? Yep. Really? That must that must have been why he was so friendly when I ran into him. <laughs> yeah. he, did, he did straight shots of well whiskey with me. It was glorious. Oh, god damn. What whiskey was it? Old Crow. Um, that's <laughs> So, uh, quick Corey Radicevich sidebar. So, I went with him <laughs> and Leo Tuza to the... It was County Cork, but now it's a stupid fucking book bar. And it was post fat ball. We went to have a drink and Corey ordered us all, um, uh, you know, double pours of whiskey. And it was uh, whatever old crow. And at that point, I was not into whiskey or wasn't uh, familiar with anything. And I was like, am I supposed to sip this? And he looks at me and he says in like the Corey Radicevich uh, dry humor. He's like, this is not a sip and whiskey, my friend. And the bartender, <laughs> like the way he said it with his like, I just I'll never I get I'll never get his mannerism right. And it was hilarious. <laughs> and then he just proceeded to drink it like it was a quick cup of water. 
Um, and I was like, all right, fuck it, dude. I'll get wasted with you. Let's do this shit. So anyway, so Josh, you got hammered. Um, what let your inhibitions go? Why did you, uh, why did you choose to let Greg, uh, bring you to the dark side and get fucked? I was just like, well, we were talking all day. I was super fucking hyped about the day. And it was just like, it was a good tension breaker. I think it was just, um, it was just one of those things and it was fun. And I, we had a great time before the match. I had one cider at the match and I, I could at, at, at the half, at the beginning of the first half. And, um, I just couldn't, I couldn't drink anymore because it was too, I didn't want to hold anything in my hand. And I, I was just, I couldn't handle the, the tension. <laughs> it, it was, weird. I was, yeah. So, so I had two Trulies. Uh, <laughs> again, I really like them. They're From so old good. crow to truly. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it, that whole build up to yesterday, like I had legit butterflies and sick stomach during the day, just thinking about the match and being all pumped. And then people started posting photos on Wonderland and other Facebook groups where it was all the America fans already being outside of Providence Park with banners and chanting. <laughs> and uh, it it was crazy. That was at like one. So, so I got a text from I met my friend Derek, um, who flew in from Michigan for the home opener and this too, and uh, he's my two hundred five buddy that he's actually moving back to Portland. But like, I get a text from him and it's like, yeah, there's a lot of Club America vendors out here in front of the stadium, and I was like, was that like a like a typo, like an autocorrect? Did he like did he mean to type in like Club America weirdos or something like that? And then then we we walk up to the stadium and sure enough, it was vendors. There was like guys selling everywhere, everywhere, leg scarves, <laughs> everywhere, Lucha Libre masks. Yeah, there were more guys selling Club America gear than there were Timbers fans. Yeah, <laughs> accurate. Uh, one of them called me a bendejo. Um, For real. Uh, yeah, for real. Uh, <laughs> when we were walking up to the stadium and me and Brianna were like, oh, cool, let's check out these things. And if there had been like a Club America pin or a patch, I would have bought one. And I kept looking and I walked away and I said, you know, thank you. And the guy's like, Bendejo. Like, and then he laughed and I was like, all right, fuck it. That's funny. Um, I'll take some uh, shit talk. Um, why, and... why would you have bought in a, why did you want to buy Club America stuff? Uh, just to commemorate the uh, the occasion, okay. I yeah, might have bought a split scarf. scarf. When we left. Yeah, if, there was, if there's a split scarf, I might have gotten a split oh, scarf. Oh shit! I talked to a guy that bought a scarf. Um, he collects. Oh, man, what was his? Who did I talk to? Anyways, he brought it into this, and he was in the army, and he brought it into the stadium. Um, and then like they weren't going to let him sit there, and he's like, "Oh crap!" He wasn't thinking like because you can't bring that stuff into the army, and so yeah. he had to like wad it up and and hide it in some other stuff in his in his bag. So, like he just he bought it for the same reason you did the crim- yeah. Crim- I mean, that's like when I went and saw the Cruz Azul and Leon in Mexico City, and I got a Cruz Azul jersey from one of the street vendors. Not because I'm a huge Cruz Azul fan, right. because it was fucking That's fun. That's a tourist thing. Is it? A, is yeah. it a? Uh, is it a legit one or is it a knockoff? Oh shit! It's super knockoff. That's <laughs> the only reason that I bought it. There was no way I was going to go into a store and buy a legit official right. one. 
I wanted the one that should like six XL under armor that has wrong stitching everywhere. <laughs> and, like, do you think those uh, Cruz Azul knockoffs are made in China and shipped there, or do you think they're made in Mexico? One hundred percent made in Mexico, right. no question. It doesn't even um, say Cruz Azul; it says Kraz Azul. Like Kraz like that famous uh, Timbers knockoff that somebody ordered that says. Uh, um, Airlines, airline, um, airlines, or whatever. <laughs> Alaska airlines. Oh well, well. So yeah, it was fun experience getting to the stadium. It was a very easy experience getting inside of the stadium. Yeah, and then uh, what was not unexpected was the giant sea of yellow everywhere. Uh, some of the things that I really liked, we were seeing fans with a Cruz Azul, a Cruz Azul, with a Club America jersey and a No Pity scarf. Uh, there were quite a few of those in uh, in Key Bank. So people, I'm assuming that have you know Club America as their team. Right. Um, was but, it, you know, wasn't was Gilmer one of those guys? No. So uh, Gilmer was in the army and apparently yeah. there's some drama associated with this. Uh, and I only know what was on Wonderland, but uh, Ivan uh, was in Key Bank and he was wearing all timbers and so was his wife and two kids. And his dad was one of the fans wearing like all Club America, like hat and jersey, but still a, a no pity scarf, which I thought was pretty fun. And uh, the the Gilmer thing, um, apparently he was wearing a Club America jersey outside of the stadium. And if we have to cut this out, we can. Um, and because it involves Anonymous and a bunch of other OG Tibbers Army people that were like threatening to beat him up because he showed up to the fucking warehouse in it and people were pissed. Oh, and he shouldn't have done that. Dude, well, I, get yeah, over it. It's I, fucking soccer on. in Portland, Oregon. Like, yeah. it's no, his... you can be loyal to your club. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, okay, wait, no. So, okay, wait, a question on that. If Tottenham was playing Portland, what would you wear to a game? I would wear both. I would wear either. Seriously? As... Yeah, no, why that's, would that's I? That's a different not. situation because no, that game would be a friendly and wouldn't matter. No, but still, like, yeah. I would still wear Timber stuff because you have to support your city and that's your club. What if Timbers play LAFC? <laughs> I wear, timber sh- I wear timber stuff to those Suck games. my balls, Josh. Like, it, it's, I understand what you're saying. I understand it's a competitive match. I think that Gilmer Gongor or Ivan Gongor, regardless of whether or not anyone likes them or doesn't, are OG enough Timbers fans having been involved in season ticket holders for longer than most of us have even been fans of the team. And it's like his hometown like club from uh whatever and if he wants to be excited about it he should and then he like his he didn't even wear that stuff in the stadium he specifically put on his timbers gear to go into the stadium okay well that's a different story anything club america but it was people at the warehouse um i guess we're giving him shit and he posts about it on wonderland and then i didn't realize it was at the warehouse that's super lame um I just noticed that one of the things that Timbers Army 107 has put out was they're going to have a new code of conduct. And my gut reaction when I saw that email from them, and that this was code of conduct for 107, is, is independent of what you're supposed to, what you are and are not allowed to do at the stadium. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, well, they need to have an internal code of conduct for the people that are representing 107. And if that should happen at the at the warehouse, then man, that's that's 
they, yeah. they, they definitely did address that. Yeah, and it's like the thing for me with like you know again if we have to bleep all this out because we're gonna talk shit like the Gungoras are trolls, man. They they troll every post. They always are trying to get in people's skin, but uh, they've been good dudes to me, and I think they're sometimes funny, sometimes dicks. But I agree, Randy. If that's the actual true bit of the story, and Greg, if if we cut this, you can ask Anonymous and just say, um, hey, what happened? Uh, with this uh, Gilmer shit, because I'm super curious. Because all I can read is what's on Wonderland. Not. I think we could leave this in, man. I'm... Don't. Do you think we? Could... I mean, maybe. Do you bleep the guys' names at in the? I might replace the names with like the computer saying anonymous. Okay, anonymous. All right. <laughs> so anyway, getting back to what was a, a, a crazy match. So everyone watched it live, uh, and then how many of you have rewatched it? recorded i rewatched it this afternoon same it changed my entire perspective of the game entirely uh, come on yeah man. very much so so i had, I had a, a a shift a partial shift in my alignment of what i thought it was going on but it did not it, there was no like oh that's completely different i mean because there was definitely a certain amount of okay i understand these that foul i understand that foul but um what was your position? What was your position before watching the replay? I, I felt that um, the Timbers were awful in the first half, and I thought that Eric Williamson and Yimmy Chara were absolutely awful, and that Diego Chara was the main attacking influence in the the Timbers, which I still think the Diego part is true. But I, uh, when I watched the replay from the vantage point of you know the cameras versus me sitting in the seats, uh, some of the things that I was initially pissed off at Eric Williamson for really weren't his fault. Like he got to like a ball to go for a 50, 50 ball. That was an impossible angle. There's no way he could have had a good pass, but from where I was sitting, it just looked terrible. And, uh, and that, uh, watching it again, definitely changed my opinion. Uh, and, specifically even more so in the second half because i knew we were doing better in attacking but i don't want to say that we boss club america for the second half but we were definitely the way better team and there were multiple opportunities where we were getting closer to the box than again like then in the moment where it just looks like oh it's another failed pass or blah 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 but if it just would have been one inch the other way uh it could have been a goal and so I was down on us saying like we looked like garbage in the first half and we were okay in the second half. And my takeaway was we were okay in the first half and we were better in the second. Okay. So my, my take was kind of a little bit kind of the opposite. I thought we did really well in the first half. Um, I know it was a little chippy in the beginning and it was ping pong and back and forth and everyone was getting settled into the game. But we, I thought we had what I think Jeff had to make like one save. I thought we were the more ex- exciting in command team and when those guys did have the ball i mean they had they they did have possession on us but they weren't doing anything they were just pinging around back in the midfield or back to their own half trying to set stuff up and watching that on tv made me realize that we were not quite as good as i thought we were in that first half and we were kind of not so good um which was i guess geo said kind of the same thing 
Um, I, I suspect that it's a little bit in between the two because the thing you don't get from TV is you only get to see what they show you. You don't, they don't, you don't see everything that's going on. I'm going to add a completely different third take from both of you guys. <laughs> when I watched it live, uh, the first half, it looked like we were barely holding on for dear life. What? That's what I thought watching right. it live in the stadium. I agree. I felt that I felt so maybe I wasn't as direct as I, I should have said it, but I felt the same way. I felt like we were on the back foot. Yeah, I wouldn't they say we look like us. I wouldn't say we look like dog shit like Jonathan said, but I'd say we were clearly outclassed. Uh, I don't Apo- I don't get on with it. I heard what, one of the MLS guys said that, too. I, I didn't I didn't feel like they were. I mean, they were. We had guys in the right position. Every time they came in to attack, we had guys in the right position and nothing ever came to it except for Jeff had to make like one save, which was a pretty good save. Our de- yeah, our defense was doing great, but we could not connect passes in the midfield right. to save our lives. Um, and that's where they owned us was in the midfield. Watching the first half on TV, it, it switched to, yeah, we're outclassed, but only barely. Like, we looked mm. better on TV. I totally agree. And then the second half was almost a complete flip. The second half became Club America scrambling to keep us out of their box. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we started, yeah, we started attacking, and it was just like shot on goal, shot on goal, shot on goal. Like, we just kept <laughs> missing, just like barely. Yeah. Didn't Espria have that one, like that curved into the top. Oh yeah, it curved. Yeah, that was insane. Ugh. If if it dipped a tiny bit and hit that far post instead of the crossbar, it would have bounced in. Yeah. Yeah. So those, the stats from this game are misleading because they show us I think I think they show Cruz Azul having one more shot than we did, but like some of that stuff you know, and especially on the saves, like Ocho didn't have to make those saves because they weren't on frame, but they were almost on frame. You know what I mean? Like they were, it was just like a like a mishit or whatever that he would have had no chance to get to if they had been on. I know that's kind of a weird thing to get to, but but you got to feel your luck turning, and that and and that that feeds you as a as a team. I think. Yeah, and Ocho had touched the ball way so much more in the second half it was again nothing that was he didn't have to make any crazy ass saves there was that one time the other play with oh he made a good uh, he had to make kind of a crazy one at point blank towards the, the one end. that he deflected and then smothered oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah there's that's like two fair. of those that's fair yeah yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, it still wasn't like it was some crazy, like, he did some, like, Jeff's acrobatic save was definitely a game saver. He barely touched that thing. Yeah. If he, I mean, that was, it was an amazing shot. And that's the kind of thing where it's like full stretch. He was able to, you know, knock it. And um, Ochoa didn't really have to do anything like that. And, um, but yeah, damn. So, <sighs> How do you guys feel about the penalties? And obviously, Bravo in the first half, and then I don't know the name of the player from Club America that was penalized in the in second half stoppage time. But do, we don't know. Bravo's that was a that was a penalty that was dumb. Yeah, that was legit. And even in the moment, I was like, I don't want to say it, but it's it's legit. It, he's it was kind of soft. I mean, that guy definitely did not have to go down, but whatever. 
it was a legit penalty, yeah. but Bravo didn't need to step in. He was running yeah. away no. from home. That's the thing. It's like, why, you know, after you hold, after you're scrambling to hold the Club America back and you do successfully, again, big credit to the Timbers defense overall to to keep them out and to, to hold them and then to just give up a stupid fucking penalty in almost the half. Yeah. Like that just changes the whole game. I think Bravo's youth was showing because he was getting clearly frustrated. And, like, his yellow card was off of him just acting out in frustration. <laughs> I kind of uh, like that one. I liked his yellow. He's 24. I mean, whatever. It was, it was dumb. So, he, so was, then, he, he was outclassing the CD Marathon guys, but um, he's shown us since then that he's not always the, as good as we think he is. Even Houston was beating him on the dribble. Yeah. Dude, I think I called him player of the year, too. That was my pick. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So that what a second, wrong choice. Second penalty that we got, um, I'm still unclear, even though I watched that today, it is unclear whether it was a foul in the box on on Luria or it was um, a handball. It was a handball. So they, they... that was I think either one of those was a legit foul. Yeah. The handball I think is the official reason why it was called. But there's a solid shout for the foul. Yeah, well. I mean th- yeah. that was that was way more of a trip. I mean than ours was. Yeah, he was super hacked. And think about that. That was in the um, uh, we had four minutes of stoppage time, and that was in the 94th minute. Let's that penalty think about happened. that. Four minutes of stoppage time. What a bullshit call that was. There should have been yeah. like six <laughs> minutes or eight minutes. So we always uh, place wagers in the seats of what's it going to be, what's it going to be. And I said seven minutes. Brianna said six. Um, and when they said four, I was like, what fucking game are they at? That's what yeah, uh, I, think I said that to Matt Crittenden was sitting with us. And I think I said it to him. I'm like, there's there needs to be over five, but there'll probably be four. And that was that was a colossal mistake. I, I don't. I mean, Paredes was down for a long time. Yeah, the uh, I even watching the replay, I still don't see what happens. I don't to either. Him, but he he no, was laying okay. down pretty much right in front of us, and he immediately, like you could see him actually crying. Uh, and pulled the jersey over his face so you couldn't see him crying anymore. So it reminds me of that Blanco injury yeah. like for his ACL in Seattle where it was like he just immediately knew. He just laid down. It wasn't even anything like there was no foul against him that warranted yeah. the uh, – No, it, it I, happened off the ball. I couldn't yeah. see – I still couldn't tell what it was that happened. They showed the, they showed the replay, and it didn't look like you're – your ACL kind of thing where you see the knee getting pushed the wrong way. It didn't look like anything. Yeah. So that, that super that's super sucks. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. The one of the, um, she was screaming from like behind us that when he was down, she was like screaming at him saying that like pretty much he's a pussy and he needs to stand up and he's at home and no one goes down at home. And I'm like, what the oh fuck are you God. doing, dude? He's like actually hurt, and you can tell that he's hurt. No pity, because... no pity. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. That's it's just not cool. But um, if anyone, like really any team, if someone is actually hurt, that's a different thing. You know, like when you go to go down, that's one thing. But 
Yeah. When you could tell when, like, if you're yeah. going down for no reason, like he did, he was in for two minutes. <laughs> or if you, or if you're like the guy in Club America that went down for nothing, <laughs> and then then the announcers were like, "Oh, he's is that the worm he's doing?" And he like, <laughs> <laughs> he like looks around and then he starts crawling back onto the field because he had fell down off the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. There's no that city shit. in the Rose City unless it's a head injury. Those yeah. should be taken seriously. <laughs> Those, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> the uh, the an, an article, I think it's on. Oh, it was in the Athletic, and it was uh, um, Ocho was um, quoted as saying that. He, well, they were complaining about. I guess they. I guess America had a bunch of injuries in a previous round, and they were saying the CCL refs don't protect their players enough. Oh. And he was saying that uh, his quote was that the the Mexican teens elevate teams elevate this tournament and then um, my response to that is your your teams don't elevate the tournament when they're doing the worm to get back on the pitch after <laughs> not really being injured well you notice it's how they, they play yeah they play a regular game sort of until around the like 70th minute and then they turn on cheat mode yeah. and they just start like falling for everything and just it's falling, so sad wasting like, you're, time rolling you're a around fucking professional athlete dude you're in the bet. You're in better shape than most people will ever be in their life, and you fall like when someone pretends to trip you, and then you like have to stay on the ground. That you shouldn't even be fucking playing. Fuck all these guys. <laughs> Do you yeah, see it like after the uh, the penalty was called, two of them immediately like hit the deck and started rolling around, like obviously yeah. trying to draw <laughs> attention away yeah. from the penalty. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, it's a disgusting I, way to play the game, and I hate it. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, it happens all over the place. It is not um, unique to just Club America. There are no, plenty of teams who do it. To... Neymar in the World Cup the last time around where he did that like seven yeah. somersault oh, right, yeah. in a roll because of whatever. But it just right. – it's so shitty. And for him to – him meaning Ochoa to imply that uh, they don't get protected – they don't need to get protected because they protect themselves by flopping all over the goddamn field. I mean, I guess they they did actually lose lose a guy to like a hard tackle who, who was injured. Like, I don't remember the the details of that in the previous match. All right, fine. I guess no one wants to have fun anymore. So let's talk about something else in relation to this game and the amount of yellow cards and fouls. Oh <laughs> Jesus! Yeah. So and like oh, like Zaparik's not playing next right. round because of it. I thought we had more than one. I guess I didn't understand when they reset because I thought we were going to be down a couple guys, but we're only down Zaparik, and they're yeah. down what? They're down there. I don't know what his name is. The guy Martinez, that, their starting striker, the guy yeah. that took the PK for them. They're down. They'll he will not be there. Yep. Yeah, so we got very lucky because Williamson got the yellow in the first leg against Marathon, and then Zuparich and Bodily got yellows in the second leg against Marathon, and then the obviously the the yellow card wedding yesterday with <laughs> Mora, Zuparich, and Bravo, and Diego Chara. So Williamson had a few bad fouls that could have been borderline yellows where he got more and more reckless as the game went on. Zuparich got lucky, too, that he didn't get a second yellow. In the same game. Yeah. Uh, he, Do we think that's why Gio pulled Eric off was to protect him Probably. from 
I have to imagine once like Zupar gets the 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 yellow that knocks him out of the next game, that puts Bill Tuoloma in as starting we center back with Mamiala. No we were watching, we we're like, well, man, Zupar is going to be he he's got a red card to give this match. Let's let's <laughs> pick your battles and make it count. Yeah, if yep. you're already suspended, yeah, do something fun. Um, but. I feel pretty good about where we're at um, in terms of only one player being suspended for the away leg in Azteca, and so Bill Toiloma's got to have the game of his game of his life. Then, yeah, he better step up. He I, he didn't do Bill. I like Bill. Uh, yeah, I'm down with Bill Toiloma. I. Uh, I'd be more inclined to watch him kind of move up uh, and, you know, bring the ball forward than Mabiala, who, again, multiple times over the halfway line, and you're just like, oh, dude, dude, you're not hey, fast anymore. I got a hot take. Go. You know who would make a good center back? Who? Espria. Oh, I don't hate it. He is yeah, a, he's I a, like he's a that big, idea. He's a big – he would actually make a good, uh, like, back – like on the on uh, what side does he play on left? Wow, back? that's a because he's one. he's first of all he's fast, he's big, he's tall, he's got an amazing jump for you know he's he can jump really high. For, it would take him having you know like okay, if you just look at his physicality and his the way that he plays, I think he would be a good he could be a good center back. But if you look at his mentality, I don't I don't think he'd be able to train himself to to. Um, restrict the way that he plays to yeah, play that. He couldn't properly. restrain himself. But... He had some great defensive plays. In oh yeah, he sure match. did, man. He hustled his butt off. Um, is he... there such a thing as a box to box center back? <laughs> Maybe he can do that. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> That's actually really funny. Um... <laughs> Remember the time that uh, Ridgewell did that? I forget. It was at home. We were nothing was going on and we were what game was that but he just like at one point he just got sick of it and he took the ball all the way up to the 18 yard line (laughs) did he score that time or did he lay it off to somebody but i have no idea i can't remember remember. that he he totally just got tired of of, like he's like come on you guys and he just he ran all the way to the 18 it was pretty funny if i could say one more thing about the yellow cards they reset at the semifinals. Okay. I want every oh. fucking I want every fucking timber that steps foot on the pitch to get a yellow card. <laughs> okay, yeah. I did not realize yeah. that. So they that's might. if um, yeah, so, so the next after... game it's on. Yep. It it resets after the next match. So oh, fucking fuck get me. in there, don't be scared. I want every single person, even the keepers, to get a fucking yellow. Yep. Oh my god. So we're um... I want to see Hunter Salty starting that game. <laughs> But we we're in agreement then that Espria could be a good center back. I I, think he would I don't be. think that's a hot take at all. All right, <laughs> I kind of heard it here first. <laughs> Breaking news. So, so do we think that the referee had control of the game yesterday in regard to all the fouls and yellow cards and everything was warranted, or was it just that he was blowing the whistle too much? Um, I think it was just that chippy. Yeah, it was. What did they get one? Somebody got one on the bench for um, Club America. Yeah, their coach, I think. I don't even know. It wasn't their head coach. It was one of their assistant coaches, and I believe it was because he wanted Bravo to get a yellow, a second yellow, and he should have gotten one. And he was mouthing off, and he was just tired of hearing it, so he carded him. And then there was another 
Club America yell on the field that it was their ball. They had a throw in, and the guy that was taking the throw in was got a yellow. Toward- that, oh, that was in the beginning, wasn't it? I think that was at the end, actually. No, it was at the end, and I think that was also for mouthing off. Yeah, I mean, you really have to mouth off. I mean, what do you have to say to a guy in the middle of a game to get a yellow card? I wonder. Martinez yeah. got a yellow at 82 minutes. I think that's the one we're talking him. about. Is that yeah. it? Well, that was from the, the Bravo challenge. So Bravo fouled him, and then he was laying on the ground, and he was pissed he, that Bravo didn't get a yellow card. And when he got up, he was shouting, and so on. That was not a throw-in. That was a... Yeah, that's not uh, the one I'm talking about then. Okay. So, well, anyway, I I mean, I think it was a chippy game, and I think the excitement got the, the better of both teams. And, um, and I think all those yellow cards were in, in good form and, and calling the fouls. I, I would prefer to have the fouls called and as opposed to not where it's like, you'll sit there at the end of the game, like they didn't call anything. It was such bullshit. And blah, yeah, blah, that's blah, but... watching the, watching the matches on, on the replay was not the, it's always like that. We've talked about this before. When you go to the match and you're drunk in the stands, every call that doesn't go your way is the wrong call. And then you, yep. you go home and you watch and you're like, ah, okay, guess you're right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, again, 1-1. One, one. We are set up to be in a good spot in Azteca. And I wish we could go. And everything I was I was hearing was saying that they're not going to allow any fans um, I, next week on Wednesday. I did not. I'm surprised that. Again, I don't. I haven't actually looked up what what their COVID situation is, but it's. I mean, I guess we we have more freedom in the United States, America. Not really anymore. I'm surprised that they don't have any fans in the stadiums, and we do. Yeah, let's let's talk about that for a minute because it's under the ticket resale section that I really wanted Josh to talk about, but we're already close to an hour of recording, so we'll save the the debate of marking up tickets and selling them to away fans in a limited capacity event <laughs> for yeah, another can, time. We can, do the, a we can just handle it that. really quickly. That's bullshit. <laughs> What's bullshit? Marking up, selling your tickets to away fans at a match like this. It's bullshit. Mm. A hundred percent agree. Community Unless first. Josh. Community first. Oh my God. Whatever. We're not talking about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I had a debate with some people over, uh, they thought that uh, Club America supporters should be able to go into the Timber Thorns ticket exchange page on Facebook uh, no. uh, because they're desperate for tickets and they're, they were arguing inclusion. And nope. my response was, while I understand their plight and that they really want to go to the match. Don't care. Yeah, that that forum is not for them. Yeah. And we take care of our community first. Yeah, and that forum is yeah. strictly is a face value thing. Yeah, strictly. Exactly. I, agree with, I agree with that completely. And I agree with the TA section completely. But I do think you should be allowed to resell a ticket the same way you resell a concert ticket. Well, if you're, you're going to make just money. Makes you scum. Yeah, you can do Why? anything you want to do. It just makes you a douche. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Who cares? I'm not, I didn't do it. Yeah, I'm not saying that you did it. I'm saying that the people who were selling army tickets on the resale market for eight hundred plus dollars are fucking dirtbags. And uh, it uh, again, we'll block out the name, but that dude who posted in Rose City Rebels Anonymous, who 
bought two tickets or four tickets because apparently two people leased from him and bought two extra just so he could resell them at a higher value and or to trade for merchandise. Uh, This is for the Seattle match coming up to where it's like, dude, if you know you can't go to the game and it's a limited capacity game and you're just buying a ticket because you can profit off of your own community, you're a fucking asshole. It's a douche move. Yeah, yep. that's not cool, and especially not cool in a thing like Club America. That was an away match for us. That was, um, I mean, that was at least forty percent Club America fans, and we can talk about their their supporter section in the stadium. Which one? I don't know anyone else's opinion. So let's let's talk about the the away support for Club America. Yeah, I. I liked it. I thought it was super cool that uh, they came out the way they did. Um, I am one who is a fan of the flares and the quarter six of dynamite. I think that's kind of uh, oh, fun. Are really? Yeah. Those explosions were rad. And yeah. oh, you guys, are, yeah, it, you guys are idiots. That is such a, no way. That's such a thing that like you don't get to see in the Americas. Why, <laughs> you know? why do you and, like, need to see that though? Cause it's badass. It's, it's like not badass. It's just yes, it is. I, it's great it's kind of badass. supporters it's having so much fun. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's Those just as stupid as us lighting the the flares when we score a goal. We don't light yeah. flares when we score. I, we, a goal. I wish we smoke bombs. Okay, so listen, we saw that happen to to a much smaller extent at, at the CD Marathon game, and so. You know, with the reputation that the club has, Club America, and you know the 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 just intense nature of their fan base, the state, the stadium, the fans, or the front office, they knew, they knew in advance that shit was going to oh, happen, yeah. and they I, utterly and completely failed to t- to take care of it. And I don't understand how that happened. So here's where I'm going to agree with you, Randy. So while I personally like to see that, I am insanely disappointed in the Timbers Army, uh, the 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 security at the game, the cops who are at the game. Uh, Club America supporters went into their away supporters section completely unmasked Armed. and not socially distanced with flares and quarter sticks of dynamite. And no one said anything to them for the entire game. Whereas yeah. I am sitting on the opposite side in the key bank club watching this going, how the fuck are they getting away with that? Yeah. When there's an usher coming down to let the person sitting, you know, four seats away from me know that they have to put the mask over their nose. And right. I was like, how can you, say that with a straight face in the key bank club the ushers come down to tell you you're using the wrong fork with your meal (laughs) (laughs) that is actually not crystal um in the champagne flute that is plastic and that's disgusting so yeah i mean flares and smoke bombs at other stadiums in other countries if they allow that that's that's great um we don't allow that here um, and you know, if we have to follow the rules, those guys should have to follow the rules too. I understand so, they don't want to go in and like start cracking heads or whatever, but um, that's definitely not the way to. Approach they removed it. people for flying the iron front flag exactly. and gave them multiple game bans. They almost didn't let Amy in for having her trans flag. Yeah, and, and then Club but America let these fans- guys in with all that. Right. Yeah, keistered in some flares and, and quarter make, sticks but, and set know, them make off. Make sure you have your um, clear bag. Yeah, yeah. Right. really, your real helpful clear bag. 
I skulked around Timber's Reddit on this subject. Uh, apparently, they taped all this shit to their legs under their pants. Uh, Dude, and because so, we don't do pat downs. Yeah, no. so my thing is this. Um, I don't the, want pat downs for the record. Fuck no, pat downs. But. I don't want pat downs either. But my point being, I so Randy, I agree with you in the sense that uh, embarrassing for the front office and security and for the police to not take care of that yeah, before uh, the game started. Let me let just... alone to let it continue uh again for me and josh josh i'm gonna speak for you really quick but i like the flares i like the fireworks i think that shit's really fun i just uh, i agree with randy and greg in the sense that like if you're gonna enforce rules on us then you gotta enforce the rules on everyone those are wooden bleachers they were lighting them off under yeah like uh, 80 year old wooden bleachers okay i mean smoke I mean, I don't even care about the smoke, really. But, I mean, you can't be lighting off quarter sticks of dynamite in a crowd of people like that. Yeah. I mean, I've seen I've seen a friend I've seen a friend blow off his hand. It's not pretty. Yeah, I've seen that, too. I think I send you guys pictures of it all the time. Yeah, it's fucking a stop. I'm tired. I, of it. <laughs> I hate medical shit. <laughs> Just like but the... I, okay, so it was like a, I agree was like with a Randy. Hamburger, ground hamburger with little chalk... With oh, little sticks of chalk sticking up. up. Yeah. God, Jesus. But I do agree with you, Randy, that it shouldn't happen, but I don't... I think that, you know... They okay, okay done I'll concede. That it. stuff's fun. It's just not fun in our state. But I also, but I also do don't want to yeah. be a, but I also wouldn't, if it was happening around me, I would leave that section. Yeah. Because me like, too. I can't, I could barely sit in like the army with, because you're just epilepsy? Like the, with, yeah, that and the smoke and, um, just the same song being sung for like 45 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. For the fact that Oregon is like Multnomah County is about to go back on, you know, extreme risk lockdown tomorrow uh, and that no one tried to do anything with any bit of social distancing or masks or enforcing any rules. And then they did the standard, you know, uh, flares and, and quarter sticks. It's again, I love it. I love to see it. I just am frustrated that other people were treated very differently. And it's like, is it just because they were scared and they don't want the drama? Yeah. yeah. And because it's all fake. Um, if I can tack on uh, club America fan stuff after the match, like online and stuff, it was hilarious. They were incensed and losing their oh, shit. Yeah. On Twitter, they were like saying the ref was our best player. <laughs> uh, somebody made a logo uh, with the the axe as a T in the thieves. word thieves. Yeah, yeah. Oh I love God. it, dude. That's we're, gotta be a shirt. That's yeah, excellent. We're, we're thieves because they committed a handball in the box and we converted a legal PK. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. It, I was laughing hard for hours at how livid they were. It was great. I, I hate to backtrack this. And maybe you can splice this in before your section right now. But I just wanted to go on the record to say that I don't I don't blame the staff working the event for that lack yeah. of uh, security. I, I don't it's not you know, I'm not Whoa. I'm not mad at them. I don't think it's their fault that they were not prepared or undermanned. I think it's the fault of their bosses that that happened. Yeah. So like the the game day staff, the ushers who are all probably in their 80s in most sections of the park, they're either in their 80s or they're like 20. I I'm very surprised that they didn't bring in the police and that stupid fucking cop was in Key Bank again with his stupid Blue Lives Matter neck gator. Uh, It's like, what was he doing? Like, if you're going to be a cop, 
why are what are you doing there to like hang out in key bank and whatnot go take care of actual those donuts don't come out until the 80th minute (laughs) you'll be back in time go get them out i mean Um, to be fair that cop's doing exactly what he's supposed to do that's protect you rich people (laughs) uh you know what greg I'm gonna. I I like his neck gator. The blue lives matter. Um, yeah, like, uh, it was it was so stupid. And I don't know. I'm assuming you guys get the same surveys uh, after each game um, that says like, "How did you feel about the experience?" And blah blah I got blah. That, and yeah. I railed them in every comment for the Club America fans. Uh, it was the same comment. I copy and pasted into everywhere I could put free text. Just because it was so ridiculous. That salt was uh, that Greg mentioned. That's that's beautiful. The salty uh, Club America fans online. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It, it was so good to see. I felt so good. That really was a draw. That felt like a win. The ushers in our area were were kind of all really young, and they they did have to. They were constantly kicking out guys um, trying to get into the army section with Club America gear, and usually like the same they'd have to do it more than once. Like they'd talk to somebody and then that person would leave and then they'd come right back. And like in the, before the game was over, there was a guy in the section with the, he had a Timbers Jersey over a club America Jersey, but it was the, you could tell because it was the white away Jersey. So you could see the the club America Jersey underneath it. I think he, (laughs) he might've actually gone out and bought that so he could get into the, into the section. But then he grabbed out his flag and kept, he was like walking around, waving it around. And I was like, he was, uh, finally got tired of it because he kept telling the ushers to go get it. And then he would come back. And finally I reached over and grabbed the flag away from him and threw it down the tunnel. Um, Oh really? (laughs) It it was not, I mean, like I'm a tough guy. It wasn't a tough guy situation. The guy was not, he was not, uh, he was not aggressive, right? I think he was he was either just confused <laughs> or that he was in the wrong section. Or I mean like he wasn't you know, it wasn't like you know, it wasn't being a tough guy, but like he he just either didn't genuinely understand what was going on or he was pretending not to understand, but he surely should have known that that shit was not in the right place. Shit, I'm buying I, you a beer at the next Yeah, match. I love Good that job. grandpa Randall handled business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't talk about it, Randy. You fucking take action, and I appreciate that. You should have kicked the shit. After carefully assessing the guy's physical stature and <laughs> noticing the exits and uh, <laughs> sizing up my company, who's with me and how 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 badly could this go before I take action? I don't know, man. I loved it. I I wish I could relive that entire match over and over you and know over what, again. You, you know what that was kind of like? Is it was like. Uh, those old sporting Kansas city matches from like five years ago, but like turned up to like 20. Yeah. So we, we've all collectively been to a ton of timbers games. And if I'm going to like rate this in anywhere, if it's not number one, it's number two and it's number two behind the double post game. That's exactly what I said. I heard many people outside independent of myself, uh, say this thing that I was already thinking. And that's, me being someone who came into tim- Timberdom after 2015, who did not get to go to double post, uh, this match felt like my double post. Yeah. It was incredible. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's just because I was standing next to you. <laughs> well, yeah, that was kind of cool. No, I, I, again, that was, that was a match that uh, it definitely, 
uh, I'm trying to think of any soccer game that I've been to anywhere. And uh, just like the atmosphere, even it again, it was not even 25%. It was 15%. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the last time I remember being that worked up was, you know, seeing uh, or where I cared about a match was uh, the, the Freddie Adu in uh, at Giant Stadium against uh, the Metro Stars. And it's like the atmosphere is crazy. But even still, that would be third place. Um, it's a coin flip between the double post and and this. I'd like to add the uh, the car show match in Seattle. Uh, that was a good yeah, that's a good one too. Oh yeah, yeah. Fair point. The the three big timbers: the double post, the car show, and Club America CCL. Uh, I mean, the cup match in in Columbus. You guys weren't there, yeah. but that was pretty amazing. No. Yeah. Well, what I mean, about I guess... that Seattle? Wait, was the was the car cl- the the car show one the one when Randy you went up with the when you guys rented the van? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I didn't rent the van. Out. I clomped I, I, no. on to some other guys. Tim Aaron. It ended stuff. in the penalty kick shootout that Dyron freaking Espria won. Ooh, girl, <laughs> he came in with his bleach blonde hair. Oh, build build yeah. the statue. Build the Dyron statue. Uh, Greg, you're It'll you're be right. Him doing a bicycle kick. I remember being at that Seattle match and thinking that this thinking this is the last time I'd been felt anything this intense was at that double post match. Um, the the Columbus match wasn't was was intense in a in a different kind of way because it was all positive, right? There was no not a lot of anxiety in that match. Um, but you know this one and the Seattle one for sure anxiety ridden man so up next when's our next match saturday no not this saturday match that doesn't count yeah we don't care about dallas dallas Wednesday. are we away at dallas rotated lineup we have to assume yep rotated lineup for sure away at dallas and then away at club america the following wednesday what's going on with jabo and and um blanco man because we kept they were teasing they were they kept teasing that blanco might be ready to play and you know this before all this started and then it's gone silent radio silence and then when when jabo got injured they were like oh it's not it's not a major injury it's just a what it was like a hamstring pull or something they were like it's not as it's not a big deal we're not concerned. It's just something we got to take care of. But there's nothing, no talk about it whatsoever. Yeah, because he's being traded. It's still listed as a hamstring. Geo said Jabo's definitely the closest to coming back, uh, and he said something that made it sound like Blanco's not as close as. Yeah, I saw that too, which was surprising. Yeah. Jabo was there in street clothes, walking around on the outside of the field. I am with Josh. I think he's going to get sold. How? Who no. wants to buy a guy that hasn't played? He he didn't play our last. He didn't play in the playoffs, did he? Last year he he didn't. This no, because he got that concussion game. against. Right. Uh, he got it. He else. got it a couple match. He did. He missed like three or he missed. I want to say probably three matches at the end of the season last year, didn't he? At least three, yeah. if not more. And it was a. He didn't get pulled out of the game. It was all after that game that he got where he got the concussion. He, you think he he's played the get, last. He played the last 10 minutes of our playoff game with Dallas, and he was wearing that protective headgear. Oh, okay. And he looked clearly uh, yeah, hesitant to uh, that's, that's... commit himself. Who's going to want to buy a guy that hasn't played in... A lot of people. Nah. No. 
So you think uh, he's legit just injured and that it's worse than they thought it was? I don't know what it is. I think so. And you think he's getting sold? Yeah. Didn't he have Nobody hamstring wants to, surgery I mean, like, like a few years ago too? Charlotte? Maybe Charlotte would buy him. <laughs> it's not out of their own possibility. Um, St. Louis might buy him. Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, again, yeah, if, I, I, let me clarify that. I love Jabo. I'm just saying, no one is going to want to buy it. It's not like he's a hot commodity right now because he hasn't been playing. Fair, very fair. So, so back to the um, the other part. So we say Dallas away, rotated squad, um, and then uh, as Tekka on Wednesday, seven fifteen p.m. Also on FS1. Ooh, you, know what, um, you know what I think they should do is just like. Pull a no show for the Dallas game and, and fly straight to <laughs> Fat Bull shows up to Dallas ready to play. We're like, whoa, fly by with a big W. Yeah, yeah. take a lot. So, be like, uh, um, my bad. I thought this was next week. <laughs> so, I still think my we, bad. Go, we go to Dallas and we win two to one, even with the, the rotated squad and. Um, and then again, Azteca, we are now in a, um, in two a one. Yeah. It's gotta be two to one, um, or at least one to one to get, uh, to, no, it could be, it could be one to zero. Ooh. America, America has to win outright or hold us to a zero, zero draw. Yeah. Any other outcome will either be penalties or we advance okay then i say we get a like valeri wonder goal within like the first few minutes Hmm. because you know he's gonna be like he's gonna want to play there everyone's gonna want everyone's gonna want to like show up to that game i can't uh i can't divest myself emotionally from this to make a rational um prediction same i I just can't i think we're gonna i think we're gonna win two one yeah, two one feels pretty good. My, a one nil also doesn't sound that bad either. My my head like, like I would be forty seven so to the two. Entire game. <laughs> my yeah, head 47. says two zero loss. My heart says two one win. So the match that just happened. Ignore the PKs. Just think of open play. Yeah. Did they we, get better chances than us? They didn't. No, no. Didn't we know. had some right, amazing man. chances. It's going to be three zero Timbers. <laughs> You're right. And a bicycle kick. I, uh, I, I, I mean, can, that, oh. that altitude, though. It's bad. Yeah. I can see a 1 0 Timbers. I can see a 1 0 America. I can confirm that the Azteca altitude is not that bad. I drank at least four or five beers <laughs> when I was there, and I was still fine. It's like, like what, 5,000 can... feet? 9,000? 5,000. Isn't it 7,000? It's 7,000. 7, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. it's it's higher than Colorado. Yeah, it's like almost whipping. a – It's 2,000 higher than Colorado. Yeah. It's like half a mile higher than Colorado. Yeah. They were pouring like two Coronas into one cup and they had some, uh, it was legit, man. Like the, the players are going to be fine. They're like, they're pros. They're so good. But anyway, so uh, I think uh, at this point we can, we can probably wrap. Yeah. Uh, we can wrap battle. Um, and uh, uh, so who is, who is picking the closing song? I am. It's um, Want by Jawbreaker because I love the Lagwagon version and I love the Jawbreaker version first, but I want 
more CCL. So All right. it was the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> there you go. Good choice. Josh, where can they reach us? On Twitter. <laughs> That's it. At um, PDX. <laughs> Only on Twitter. Uh, PDX Vanity Soccer. On Parlor. On Facebook at Portland Vanity. <laughs> on what? On Parlor. On Parlor. Yeah. On Parlor. On Message parlor us on where, Signal. On um, Parlor. We're yeah. um, Josh underscore Geyer. <laughs> um, <laughs> our email is portlandvanity at gmail.com. And you can leave us a voicemail at 503. 503- Five eight three four two three five. What's that spell I think we out? We had a voicemail. It spells out. Um, sure. Yes. I think we got I think we have a listener voicemail. I'll plug it. I in think right we here. do, and I think it's Steph because I think she was telling me that she did one. And if we do, we will play it right now. Nice. Is it, is, do we need to respond to it? No, I don't know. I haven't heard it. I just know that <laughs> she was. I just, I just know that she was drunk today. What if it was? What if she's asking a question and then we're just ignoring? Yeah, this it? was like two weeks ago. She left it. Oh, really? Should we li- Should we listen to it right now? I don't even. Yeah, listen. That. Can we do that? Oh. Hello, this is Stephanie Wallace live reporting on scene just outside uh, Pizza Schnitzel on Twenty First. Uh, wanted to document. Uh, Greg just said. That if Austin FC has any player that produces similar numbers to Miguel Amaron or Joseph Martinez in their first year, he will eat his shit. Oh, Oh, wow. I hope it happens, but I don't see it happening. (laughs) But let's document it and make sure that he follows through on it. Greg, is that true? Did you say that? I remember saying that uh, we were we were arguing about uh, whether or not Austin FC would be good, and she tried to say something about Miguel Almarone, and I said, "If Austin has a Miguel Almarone, I will eat my own shit." <laughs> so that was from April sixteenth. So let it be known that we will respond to your voicemails. It may take us two episodes in two weeks. <laughs> no, I think she did it That's... the day after we recorded. Ah, okay. It was our predictions episode. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Morrisonic just released their their recap Ooh. and Dallas preview. I just got about our let's get off episode? of this. Let's get off of this shitty yeah. podcast and go listen to theirs. Did any yeah. of our listeners email them? I don't know. I have no idea. They'll they will never tell us. Um, no. They hate so, us. We love them. So yeah, a hundred percent. They don't hate us. Do they so, hate us? Why would they hate us? I don't know. We, we because like you guys like made fun of them times. We talk shit like yeah, right every out of episode. Dates. We talk shit, but then we also promote the hell out of them. Yeah, yeah. They, they need our help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Help me. Said nobody ever. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, bye. Should we sign uh, off? Yeah, yeah. Before we sign off, um, really quick for Wednesday, since uh, going to any establishment will be against the rules, uh, according to Josh's girlfriend Kate. Um, can we wait? Josh uh, has a girlfriend. Yeah, named Kate Brown. Oh, yeah. I was just harassing him because <laughs> he always hates Kate Brown for no good reason. No and, good reason. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> 
Oh, I know you just want to fish. I get it. Um, so <laughs> he's got to feed his family. Ooh, deep, yeah. deep cuts, man. That is yeah. a deep cut, Jonathan. Uh, it was good. I, I'll be taking a bow right now. But so Wednesday night, do we want to watch uh, in your backyard, Randy? Is that an open thing? Or I'm yeah, sure. Happy to. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to host here as well. That's fine. We can do it. We can do it at my house. Okay, um, then that will be the the proposed plan. And Josh, if you bring Margot, just make sure she wears full on protective body armor. Yeah. Do you have one of those suits that they have in movies when they're training police attack dogs? Oh yeah, yeah I have that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you have that? Yeah, right. uh, he's prepared. A, a child size version. Yeah. Face the wrath so. of Poppy. <laughs> oh. All right then, gentlemen. Let's let's end this so Greg can go spend yeah. the next four hours editing so we can we can release. Okay, bye. All right, bye guys. Bye. bye.
haven't gone over anything yet, but of I'm course prepared. You haven't. Of course I haven't. You're the one who wanted to start late. And I was actually on time. I ate my food so fast. Good. All right, let's make this a short one. Yeah. Oh, Randy's in a good mood. This is great. I gotta. I had. I gotta. Sh- I have to go back to work. Is what. What the problem is. Yeah, I have a shitload of stuff going on too. That's a good idea. Oh my god! All right. Well, Greg, why don't you hit record? I guess you. It is recording. Do. Quick thing. It'll help me sync this <laughs> up later. I'm gonna count to three, and then on the fourth beat, Uh-oh. everybody just clap, and it'll help me sync uh, them all up. Seriously. Okay. What? Do you think that it comes synced already? Why do you have to sync? No, it, it doesn't. Real it. It. I've run into several times that it's been off by a little that, bit, and it's kind of annoying. That's your digital audio workstation, man. <laughs> Randy wants to go fast. Has questions. About so here we go. Clap. Let me do everything. Yeah. One, two, three. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, great. Look how off it is on the thing. <laughs> yeah. oh, I mean, I, I did it late. So is it on three or the fourth? Oh, the fourth on, board. Oh on the fourth. God. Okay, go. One, two, three. Thank you. Good enough. Maybe yeah. they were playing tummy sticks in the shower. Oh, God. <laughs> and actually, the bulge of my pants is from the rear because it's poop. But... <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, probably all the coke oh yeah that was probably it Ugh, just lots of drugs um no it was um don't don't make a patch trade happens. with those guys man they'll skin you they will <laughs> take you straight to the rape dungeon uh and i've been there and it wasn't fun i want to i want to start a rap war okay are we in or are we out a rap with war with what None of us rap. I'll rap. Ooh, we we can try. Mm. This is a bad look for all us. The... Okay, we're just going to stop all this then if Greg's cutting it out. Did you guys cuddle or did you like hold each other's dicks? I cuddled a lot with him during the match. Come on, yeah, Jonathan. Do we ner- need to be the, the Howard Stern of, of Portland soccer podcast? No, we don't. <laughs> Half the match, I had like my back turned. But like, Randy, what like... if they did hold each other's dicks, and now you're a dick? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there anything oh wrong God. with that? <laughs> um, 